T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one. Zero, all engine running. Liftoff, we have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the PGP, the Permission Granted Podcast, the show about the show, the show within the show. You can listen to this on its own podcast platform, its own podcast feed, in case you're getting this on the DA Show podcast feed. Just search Permission Granted, subscribe, rate, and review there to find to help other people find the pod. Also, you can get it inside the Odyssey app. I enjoy the Odyssey app because you can pop through all of the Odyssey affiliates nationwide. So when Bills fans were crying tears of sorrow after the divisional round playoff epic loss to the Chiefs, I just tuned into the WGR 550 feet inside that Odyssey app from Buffalo. Got to listen to some Buffalo sports talk. And then as soon as I was done there, popped over and listened to a little DA show podcast there. So it's all within that app on your phone. It's pretty good. The Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Today, the journal was read dramatically by one Peter Schwartz. Leading the charge in reading of the fitness journal is the one and only Peter Schwartz. Uh, Friday, banana, blueberry, strawberry smoothie at 9 a.m. 45 minutes, elliptical, high intensity, squats, 135 pounds, 40 times. Way to work out a smoothie. Wow. Noon, sandwich thin with low-sodium turkey. (laughs) Sounds gross. Dinner. Nine beers. <laughs> a new pie I discovered at Mama Santina. Then dinner, Danielle cooked chicken franchise with rigatoni. Funfetti cookies were baked. Oh, come on. <laughs> I don't hear anything that sounds like a diet in whatever you've read to this point in time, no. Pete. He spilled his second smoothie on the newsroom carpet. That's what that stain is? Yes. Oh, come on, Mraz. <laughs> I was wondering what that was. Man, we just got new carpets around here. Oh. <laughs> it was oh, man. It looks like a pig pet again. Oh. Did he just blame it on somebody else? Yeah, he said Stu. it's Stu's fault, of course. You know, Mraz, 
tell my kids all the time, take responsibility when you do something. Yeah, like Schwartz's kids. Damn take right. responsibility. Well, they don't. I just tell them oh, to do God, it. Oh, God, okay. <laughs> okay, <line>. yeah. <laughs> How surprised were you that Pete the Body had booked Peter Schwartz for the reading? Legitimately stunned. The most stunned doing news I've been on the show in quite some time. Really? And Pete was really... I almost feel bad now. Pete throughout the show was really, really, uh, you know, hey, who do you think it is? Who do you think it is? And I felt like there was just a lot going on show-wise. I'm trying to get, you know, guests aligned in Super Bowl week where it's not a disrespect to Pete or the segment, but I just, I, I, I didn't have time to care who it was, if that made any sense. And I think I was letting Pete down a little bit. So I told Pete, I go, Pete, to be honest with you, I think Kenny was so good last week that I, I just haven't given it much thought. I'm sure I'm going to enjoy it. And it was almost like, come on, well, if you had one guess, and I'm like, I don't know, a family member? And it was just, I was angering Pete by not being overly enthused. And I'm almost happy I was that way because I was so blown away when I heard Schwartz and live Peter Schwartz at that. Yeah, live Peter Schwartz on his ISDN line. So down the down the pike, how he does some updates from home, so it was a really crystal clear connection. Yeah, and, and when you first tossed to him, I almost got the feeling you were tossing to a recording. But his answer immediately was that of, wait a minute, this sounds live. And I had no point had heard Pete check in with Schwartz, Pete the body check in with Schwartz, down what we would call the line to know that Schwartz was there. It was all somehow done so secretive that I was totally just thrown off. I was so thrown off. It goes to show you, when you give Pete something that he really loves, that he's inspired by, he does incredible work. Yes. He booked Tiki. He wanted Schwartz. He pitched this to me the other day, and I'm like, if you can get Schwartz to do this, I think that's great. I think it'd be hysterical. He went through the, he's gone through all of the layers of sending out the fat journal details to who's ever reading it. Oh, believe me, I get bombarded on Monday night. Do you have it yet? Do you have it yet? I'm trying to put kids to bed. Can we calm down? Yes. Booking the guests, booking the time. Making sure the line works, getting the the guests the details. He's been all over it. So this is another huge Pete win because Schwartz really delivered. He did, and I, so I guess I have to ask you too. You know, our relationship with Schwartz has become so odd more than it is good or bad. Yeah, you think? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we kill the guy. I mean, we are the ones <laughs> doing the the work that everybody wants done on social media as far as just killing him. The begging for free stuff, crushing them for the foul balls, the pictures, the making fun of him for being verified. That And he's well aware of it so much so he's blocked so many of our listeners on Twitter. I had come to terms with, not that I cared one way or another, but we would never hear Peter Schwartz on the DA show again unless it was a forced arranged marriage by bosses and a fill-in for bogus situation. So to hear him so happy and ready to do this, and Cheery was just, you know, we question now whether Brady can ever go back to New England, right? I mean, that, that's what it felt like. It was unbelievable. He doesn't listen to the show. No, clearly not. He doesn't. Not- but he's aware of at least he is aware. Something. He is a he is aware. He is aware because you come after him on Twitter, and our listeners, the D aliens, come after him on Twitter. So he is aware of some backlash, but I don't think he knows the extent. And maybe that's for the best. Probably. But I I will also say this from some personal experience. When I was a younger host, some of the older guys would rag me on the air all the time. And 
I knew that the only way to handle that is to really be fine with it. That that's just radio. It's just radio. Everybody bags and everybody. It's good for listeners to paint villains, to have your little kingdoms where that show dislikes other shows and lashes out. I mean, it's, it's a recipe for as old as time. And if you embrace being the punchline, then it's a lot harder for the listeners or the host to really dislike you. And sure. so when I was the, the subject of punchlines, when I was young from some of the older guys, I would just like embrace it. And if they asked me to do something, it wouldn't be like, well, I would never go on your show because you know, you were mean to me. It was like, yeah, fine. We're all in this together. So I, I think maybe it's just part of that where it's like, yeah, it's only radio, stupid, stupid stuff. And if you, you know, it's better to join them, right? right? Instead of being on the outside and watching they them laugh at you, if you can't beat them, join them. When you yeah. join in on the joke, it's a lot better. Yeah, I guess the more you fight them, the more you're going to get picked on. Yeah. Just kind of how I lived my life as a kid. Maybe that's, you know, why a weird way I got into Well, you fought back or no, you no. joined them? I joined them. You couldn't make fun of me because I was going to make fun of me with you. So that was it. Nothing was going to hurt me. So the, the fat jokes, the weird hair jokes, the acne jokes, never going to want me because mm-hmm. I was ahead of it. It only hurt me with flower socks. Schwartz delivered in a big way. That was a huge performance. And at the moment, you said this is the biggest turnaround in DA show history. Sure felt like the Patriots coming back and the Falcons, didn't it? <laughs> it sure did. I don't know what you could even compare it to. I, I guess Jacob. Yeah, I guess Jacob fell off fell off quite a bit. Shep still hasn't had his return. But the thing with Return Jake, to Glory. Well, he de- technically did a fat journal himself, but didn't deliver. No, he didn't. It was the worst one. Schwartz delivered. Oh yeah. He delivered. He got it. He laughed at it. The irony of himself acting like he's gonna lose any weight reading a fat journal. It, the whole thing was just, I was, uh, my socks were blown off. They really Shocking were. turn of events. It was, it was. And I'm, you know, good for Pete. I'm glad, I'm glad he got the, re- and he ran right back. Cap's got your reaction on, you know. Pete's the guy, you should have him organize every surprise party for Bilotti. Pete. Yes. Bilotti should be the guy. Yeah. If you're going to throw a surprise party for somebody, let Bilotti, let the body be the party planner. Man, when he's invested, he just does incredible yeah. work. Incredible work. So, today also, the trashes were all about you. Every single one of them. All right, PDB, who are you trashing? Well, just as much as that was uh, uh, positive for us, I am trashing Sean. Okay. (laughs) I am trashing Sean. That bond broke quickly. Because a little birdie alerted me to how he let the Bayou Bear out to dry this weekend. No. Mm. He did not invite the Bayou Bear over for Sunday football. AB, who are you trashing? Well, DA, uh, continuing on that trend, I too am staying in-house and trashing our dear James Harden dressed friend today our friend is taking it to upon himself because this bothers him so much to then respond to people's wordle score with the answer to that day thus spoiling everybody else's wordle who hasn't played it yet and i don't want to get carried away but it's hard not to this is a despicable thing (laughs) wow well this could be a clean sweep of trashing moraz (laughs) are you Guys, kidding me? (laughs) It wasn't enough last week with the word. I really am not trashing you personally. I'm trashing your cousin, Brendan. He's not my cousin. (laughs) This dude, Brendan, started out DMing me 
on Instagram. And again, my DMs are open, so if you wanted to message me, you could. What's up, ladies? Can you also tell your cousin or your fake cousin or what? Just lay off for a little bit. I mean, just give me a breather. I smell rotten eggs. So Pete bashed you for leaving Bayou Bear out of the personal invite this weekend. Yeah, and, and I kind of told Pete to, you know, come up with your own trash. Very lazy that you took a plant from the Bayou Bear and make that your trash. Give me a break. My trash was your cousin, who I guess is a cousin's cousin's cousin. Yes. Uh, Brendan, or Brandon, he just relentlessly badgers me on, on DMs. Who my mother now is texting me is mortified that this is still going on. She used the word, I am mortified. Your mom is? Yes. That it's her side of the family's extended family, because I guess... My dad is now giving her the business. You better fix this. This <laughs> you're an extension of your side of the family. She you used, better fix this. She well, because they overreact to everything that happens. The two of them are sitting there like Frank and Estelle Costanza at home, <laughs> monitoring everything, and that's what it's like. You know, they're basically playing bocce bocce board. <laughs> the shuffleboard, and uh, yeah, she used the word. Uh, I am going to fix this. I am mortified that it's come to this on the air with him. Man, I didn't need. Nancy to to wage war. It just well, she's not mad at either of us. Yeah, I know. I also don't want this to come off as sensitive because I don't really care that he's killing me. But it's nonstop, and it's gone on now since October. For some reason, up until October, he only DM me nice things, and then the moment I started reacting, like "Hey, ha ha, good one, whatever," he just flipped on me and is now just badgering me. A listener brought up a really good point, a really, really good point on Twitch about this after your trash that I that I thought about, and I think this is a great point. What makes this weird or why it should be brought up is not not even the fact that he just keeps like like pumping up that he's my cousin in like some kind like why would you ever do that to somebody else's job if you cared about you know anyway like I wouldn't go to his job and be badgering his <laughs> boss or whatever saying and I'm Brendan's cousin and I don't like the way you're saying this and you're an idiot like who would do that but it's the idea that he's not doing it like in an open form just with a Twitter account tweeting you like to go into your Instagram or Facebook or whatever DMs makes it so personal you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. like a like a personal. I'm gonna tell you how I feel on a one on one, and not just for the world to see. Because at least that the world could see, people could get invested to the popcorn eating gifs or whatever. But that makes it weird. I think the DM part of it does make it weirder. Yeah, because he's not commenting on my posts on Instagram. Right. It's a private message, direct message. So it makes it more real and personal when you do it that way, and not something you just write off like, okay, here's another social media yeah. troll. It's weird because at first I was just like playing along. I mean, it's not going to certainly I, I hear everything on social media. So it's it's very hard to get my dander up. Yeah, you're telling me try ruining a Wordle score. <laughs> so it's just like, how long are we going to keep doing this bit where every every week you're just going to come at me on DM about something that I said? And I don't know, it just it got started to get weird. So I, I felt like, yeah, you needed to be trashed. The Wordle thing is interesting because you have created so many enemies and Wordle is this game being played online where people are guessing these words, then they post their scores of guessing these words on Twitter mostly. So you see these a lot. Most people that aren't playing, including myself, are annoyed, but it's not that big a deal. Right. You are taking it upon yourself to be some type of freedom fighter for the non-Wordle players, and you are giving Bogues and other people the word of the day before they play. <laughs> 
to ruin the whole game for them. Yeah, remember a couple months ago on the PGP when we said I'm not a troll anymore? This is clearly a troll job. That's what That was my whole point in getting to this, is that you had seemingly retired from direct trolling yeah. on Twitter, and this is... Your ultimate troll. I could pop in and out of retirement when when a situation <laughs> calls for it. And it's funny you say that because I will tell you that I've had conversations with people off the air, both in the business and out of the business, who are frustrated with the Wordle thing as well. And it's almost like they turned to me really? because they thought I would be the guy to do something like this. And I don't know if You've I've, been coached up? Yeah, and I don't know. Whoa! And now I've thought about it since. I don't know if I've been set up that people knew really well people were probably tired of it and thought i'm not going to say anything but it'll also be really funny because i know he will say something or i need more entertainment out of people getting angry at him so i could have been set up here but several you really should be the one you're good at this stuff you should be the one to say something and ba 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 and i've taken it i've worn it and now i've really annoyed people i really really have annoyed people well bogues hates your guts because yeah. of this Kenny Brock always did, but yeah. now you're really on his bad side. Right. Well, and by the way, this is all I needed for Kenny Brock to block me. I should have done this years ago. Here's the, here's the bit. When people go, well, why are you taking away something that makes us happy? You should absolutely be happy. I think there's nothing word with playing a stupid game every day. We make fun of Mike Samter for playing video games. If you're into a little brain buster every day and that's good for you, figuring out word, I, that's fine. Again, I now know from playing the game that... You don't have to play the game. You can play the game and not share it on Twitter. I don't understand why are you you're not creating or generating conversation on Twitter when you share it. You're doing it just to either brag and how many turns you got the word or not. So I don't see the 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 fulfilling prophecy of sharing it on Twitter, <laughs> which just clogs timelines. And that's my issue. So the I will continue to share the word of the day until I see it go away on Twitter. And when it goes away, I'm done. Maggie Gray. After you wrote today's word is those, T-H-O-S-C was today's Wordle word. Maggie Gray, screenshot, Mraz CBS is blocked. Bogish responds, Maggie's right. Bayou Bear, I'm here too. Chris Carlin, thank you for sucking joy out of my day. Kung Fu Kenny, that's Brock. Here's the thing, Sean. Not a single need to interject yourself. It's an easy shut the f*** up scenario. <laughs> Aiden, please beep that. <laughs> <laughs> we get it. You zig while others are zagging. Cool. That's what Kenny said. So these are all friends of yours or coworkers. Yeah, sure. Blue one. What a classy thing to do. Only a pathetic guy would get joy from ruining a game for people listening to his show. <laughs> Ryan, you, sir, are an ass. Joey Baboots, a former producer around yeah, here. Another clown. What an actual a-hole. Go drink a cup of boomer spit if you want attention. Just because you can't spell doesn't mean others can't have fun. Clown emoji. Danny, what an absolute trash bag you are. Nika, wow, you're a terrible person. And instead of wondering if you've made a mistake, you are reveling in this. I am. I am. I am. Because somebody had to do something. Fans go away quickly. This has been three weeks now. Enough. Enough's enough. And by the way, I'm just going to tell you, 
I got the word those on my third try. And I'm an idiot. I'm a moron. It took me six years to get a four-year degree. If I'm getting the words on the third try, they're not that big a brain buster. Nor should you be bragging on Twitter. It's only further backs up my point. <laughs> but there, there's a part of you that actually really enjoys being the, the enemy, the villain. You do like wearing the black hat. I do. It's also been a while. I, I, Feels good to get back into those shoes. Yeah, I needed to come out of retirement. It, it's been a while. And I'm glad. Here's the thing. I embrace being the villain if it's something ridiculous. If you're getting that bent out of shape about something ridiculous, relax. Can I ask where the enjoyment is coming from from Wordle? How long does it take you to play? Two minutes. Two minutes. As I told you, I, I could do it, you know, going to the bathroom very early in the morning before I leave. Because the people that do crossword puzzles, I've never really been a crossword guy, but I kind of get it because if you really lock in and try to do a crossword, sure. it's a real feeling of accomplishment because it's hard Especially the Times crossword or something like but that. it takes a little bit of time. takes time. You're really thinking. There's no way to necessarily come up with the answer unless, you know, you could still Google it and it still might not come up. You know, right. you really have to search your brain for those things. I don't play Sudoku, but I would imagine it's kind of a numbers crossword puzzle. Same thing. Some real accomplishment. I mean, it's hard right. to play Sudoku from what I've gathered. It seems like Wordle, you could just guess a couple of words and then within four or five tries, the game's over. Yeah, exactly. And there's no real, like... Yeah, there's a green box that comes up if you have the letter in the right spot. And so it's only five-letter words, I'm pretty sure. you get a clue? Place. No. No, so you start off just... I it's just an empty box, like tic-tac-toe like box. sugar, because you and A are in A, you try to figure out the vowels. And it'll tell you, like, there's a different color if the letter's in the word, but there's a the green color if the letter's in the exact box. And from there, you start piecing together the word. I get the appeal. I, You know, it's a fun little quick thing to do on your phone, and we're so engulfed with anything we could do on our phone that makes you think and laugh. I just, I cannot come around on the appeal of sharing. It's not like you're you're creating this whole conversation on Twitter, like, wow, tough word today. What did everybody else think? You're simply just sharing how many turns you got in it for no reason other than, what, to pat yourself on the back? Yeah, I could see that because... It just doesn't make any sense while you're sharing it. Yeah, right. Unless it's just a sign from the Wordle community, hey, we're all playing, so it's kind of cool. I'm playing, you're playing. But isn't that such a teenage thing to do? Isn't most of Twitter teenage, I guess? I guess you're right. I guess you're right. And look, in reality, would I much rather see people's Wordle scores and everybody fighting about politics and masks and arguing about whatever the world's argued about for four years? Yes. So that's, that's something. But still, I mean, jeez. Yeah, I got Burrow going to Super Bowl here. How many grids do I need a day? So this fat journal was not kind to you this week. Well, what do you mean not kind? Well, you had really bad Friday, really bad Saturday. Friday night, all day Saturday, yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes, okay, so. But I'm learning That's very specific in terms of time Friday's windows. Friday's dinner was nine beers and three slices of pizza. The whole day before that was fine. And Saturday, but I, this is why you look back, and that's why I note things like the gambling I did, the snowstorm, because those are triggers. Okay, why did I do this? That's right. I was snowed in and losing my mind. So I, I would also say now looking back, now I could look next year and say, remember that blizzard I got? I can't do that on this blizzard. It's all about marking off why you did things. (laughs) What does Danielle think about you keeping the fitness journal? I was, I will tell you because last night 
as I was filling out the end of it to send to Pete, I was also in the process of baking my smoothies that I kept mentioned every morning. And she was sitting there feeding our daughter Peyton on the couch with this disgusted look on her face as I'm doing this in a tank top and pajama pants. And her quote was, whatever you're doing is not working. You're spending all this money on fruit and for what? And I said, well, that's not real encouraging. That's not nice. She said, are you even measuring out the proper amount? Like you're just putting peanut butter in there. You're putting almond milk in there. She goes, you're not even doing measurements. I go, you've been making these smoothies and buying strawberries for weeks, and you haven't lost a pound. And now you're embarrassing yourself by sending that to Pete. And then she commented on how much pasta I had had and did I need that and measure out the right amount. And she had some deep thoughts. <laughs> You're writing them in a notebook and then screenshotting them and sending them to Pete? Well, yeah. Well, now what I've been doing is just transcribing them because my handwriting was awful. Right after I do the show sheet for the night before, I will take my fat journal, whoop, kick it over, and I'll send Pete an email <laughs> so he can get it to whoever he's got to get it to. And that's been my process. So that's where we're at. January 1, you clocked in 276. February 1, you've clocked in at 274. Strong two pounds lost in a month. So. You know what, though? That's, over the year, that's 24 pounds lost. That is true. But some people will tell you, I could lose 24 pounds in a month and a half. <laughs> yeah, right. And But this is why I need to look back now in a month. Where did I make my mistakes? The weekends continue to be mistakes. And and I, that one Monday night, I had all the fried chicken that was Yeah, bad. the football watching. Yeah, football's always a tough, tough time. But once the Super Bowl's over, that between St. Patty's, there's really no excuse for me to drink. No beers, no fries, just have at it. <laughs> we'll see. So you're not getting a ton of support at home? Oh, I would say no. Not at all. <laughs> not, not at all. I think there would be support. There's enough support if I show my own progress. There's a lot, I would say, a lot of bandwagon. <laughs> like, if I had dropped 15 pounds this week, I would get a lot of rah-rah from my wife. When I haven't, there's no support. I'm getting a lot of give up, give up, throw in the towel, a lot of that. So, kind of like Rams fans right now, because they're in the Super Bowl, yeah. everyone's coming out of the woodwork. Yeah. But I had think... they collapsed, it's once again Matthew Stafford and Sean McVay can't get it done. Yes, I'm I'm being stared at like I'm a 6-10. and 10. <laughs> it's, not, it's not good. And probably the clothes I'm wearing around. You know, I don't dress up for Daniel. It's like snowflake pajama pants, ripped tank top, moob flopping out, me mixing blueberries and strawberries. It can't be pretty for her. How about your family? You know, your your dad, your mom, your sisters, are they okay with the fat journal bit? They haven't mentioned it. Oh. So, and they talk about, obviously, clearly with the cousin stuff. Yeah, I haven't gotten feedback, good or bad, on the fat journal. I think... I mean, I don't know what they, what are you going to push back on? I'm, it's not like any lies are being told. You're no. putting, putting what I'm putting in there. That's why when Bogus questioned whether you really had a healthy Sunday, I have no reason to not question it because you've been totally honest with this. Well, and, uh, yeah, it's the baby. We can keep doing the Fat Journal every week. At some point, I got to show you I'm doing something <laughs> here to try. Otherwise, it's just, it's not even a fitness journal. It's just a journal. It's just reciting everything you ate. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the, the point is keep track and show the good. The good that was good with the bad. Have we given you any new ideas about the title of the Giants podcast? Don't you have to market the podcast as I'm the Brian Dayball guy? What did we pitch over the weekend? We were all on that, that text 
Yeah, I said Dable thread. Double or Double Dable. Double Dable. Double Dable is your new podcast. I thought we called it the Dable Dare podcast. Dable Dare. Cap called it the Body Dable. Ooh, body nice. Dable. That's good. That's really good. The Body Dable. Katie Nolan has what sports with a question mark? You could just have Brian Dable with a question mark. <laughs> like, am I him? <laughs> yes. Uh, I think Dable Ganger, the Dable Ganger podcast, really is starting to flow for me. Really? It's a Dable Ganger podcast. Yeah. I think that would be something that works. It just sounds right. Double or Dable Dare. I didn't mind. Uh, body Dable. Body Dable. But something about Dable Ganger, I've reset in my head for the last four hours. Dable Ganger. The Dable Ganger. The Dable Ganger. The Dable Ganger. The Dable Ganger. You know, what's really interesting is that the, that was the suggestion of a lot of listeners. If this really became your brand, I betcha Brian Dable would want to meet you. Hmm. Okay. Because I'm the guy who looks like him. Yeah. Talk about him. Yeah. You're yeah. the Dable ganger. Here's what I need, though. I need the Giants to have finally gotten this right. Yeah. You can't have him out <laughs> in two years. How could I do the Dable ganger podcast and be crushing him four weeks in because he doesn't know when to call a timeout? I know. That's what's very scary about attaching a brand to a head coach or a GM. If things go south, you can't be left there holding the bag. <laughs> no. Oh, you're you're only defending him because it's the name of your podcast. Like then I look like a family member. This is now oof, the fifth Giants head coach in seven years. Is that how much Coughlin, McAdoo, Shermer, Judge, Dable, yeah. Think about it. Beckham's in the Super Bowl. Beckham dates back to Coughlin with the Giants. Yeah. But that's not even that long ago. Yeah. Right. So the point is, Odell's only 29 years old, and he stretches all the way back five Giants coaches ago. Which is incredible. It's incredible. <laughs> Six if you count Spagnola as an interim when uh, <laughs> when McAdoo got fired. My God. So Judge was 21 and 20. Shermer was 19 and 18. McAdoo was 17 and 16. Coughlin was 15. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, again, you had four games of Spagnola coaching the team in 17. Because McAdoo didn't even finish his second didn't year. Didn't year. So your interim head coach was Steve Spagnola. How about a head coach went to the playoffs and the next year didn't finish the season? Oh, when players are fist fighting on an airplane in Washington, I think it's time to go. <sighs> oh, boy. So what's McAdoo doing these days? We know what he's doing. OC? Just got hired by Matt Rule to be his OC. Right. Wait. Now his stock's up because <laughs> the Giants' offense has gotten worse since he left. And what's Shermer doing? He was the OC with Vic Fangio in Denver. He's currently unemployed. Oof. And Oof. Judge maybe works with Belichick again in the rat-nosed kid. <laughs> or or becomes phys ed teacher at Holyoke High in Mass. You maybe. <laughs> maybe he's in. Those big sweatshirts, all the beer, all the pizzas. He's in. All right, well, watch out for Bogues on Side B here because my guess is he's going to be coming in hot on Wordle. Yeah, we're going to have a Wordle or two. Oh, boy. <laughs> Howdy, doody, do. This is Side B of the PGP. How are you? This is Mraz, host of Side B of the PGP, executive producer of the DA Show. I'm saying it uh, very quickly. Andrew Bogish is here with us. Bogey, hello. How are you? Thanks for making time for me, Sean. You're so busy running around and just squeezing me in here on side B. I'm, I'm flattered. Look, I'm feeding parking meters in New York City. There's jackhammering going on. There's no empty parking spaces because uh, nobody moves their car when there's a snowstorm. Right. It is, uh, it's a disaster 
in New York City. All right, couple things to get to. First, side A of the PGP. I mean, DA just flat out cursed and is having Aiden beep it in. So you've already heard this and heard the beep. But I find that a little odd that he was so free to do that after accusing me of saying a word I did not say last week and playing one of the all-time epic pranks. And I wake up to multiple missed phone calls from unknown 212 numbers. And I'm like, what? What's going on? Never a good thing. So then I go and I check my voicemails. VA, hi. Uh, this is Alan with the legal team. Uh, seems we may have an issue that needs correcting immediately. I'll give you the details when we chat. But uh, it is imperative that you get back to me right away. Uh, the corporate office would like to get this rectified. Hi, Damon. This is Laura in the legal department. Um, Alan has attempted to reach you today. We'd like to schedule a Zoom meeting by the end of business today. Uh, please return this message. It's important. And they're all a flutter about the PGP. We've got complaints about vulgarity being used on the PGP. They play for me a clip. And it's Mraz saying what appears to be the S-bomb. Why don't we play this clip maybe, and maybe we'll beep it out or something like that, people. Play the clip that's in question. We had built a bar during pandemic that was outside, a very small, just, you know, four-seater bar. We didn't want to get rid of it because for her and I, we weren't handy. We had built some shit. Let's move it inside. Let's do it in that room. And I can see the look on Mraz's face like he didn't even know that he said this. But sure enough, he says... Build some bleep. I didn't build say the S word. Some shed? Who yeah, we built some shed. Like, like the, here, here's some shed we built. I and just, you know, we got, we got 13 feet of snow coming. I'm on another three hours sleep, and I'm getting blindsided on the air about legal, legal at our company, thinking I said a word that I didn't say, and they didn't care to call me. It's upsetting to me, yes. 13 feet? <sighs> Look, I got news for you, Mraz. You're off the hook. I made the whole thing up. Those were not legal department voicemails. <laughs> now, that did happen on last week's PGP. I 100% did not say the word that was portrayed as. I 100% fell for it and thought people in legal were really calling, calling him. I 100% was really, really frustrated with both the company and DA. I have to own it. I'm a big prankster. And I got to sit back and find my revenge. What were your thoughts on that prank last week in the lead-in and the reaction? Well, I still have not actually heard the unedited clip. It's gone. Tape's erased. So, like, I can't necessarily have an opinion on what you said or didn't say or what I heard. Well, I'm because, not even asking right, right, no, no. opinion on that. I just, I never heard it without the edit. It was, was presented to me as, hey, let's do this. And... I I didn't think that you were going to buy in as much as you did and really think that you were going to like get fired. The the fact that you emailed our old boss. Well, uh, I didn't think I was going to get fired because I thought if I was going to get fired, I would have been talked to already. But I did sense some sort of trouble, some sort of scaling back my on-air work for a lack of trust. Enough that you were ready to pull to go somewhere else. I was ready to go somewhere else because of my anger towards DA. Okay. So either way, whatever yes. made you do it, the fact that your reaction included that is surprising to me. Like I was expecting you to be yelling and have get red in the face. I didn't say right. this just like you did with unpipe it. I didn't think that you'd think 
that like all of a sudden your days were somehow numbered and you did and and, and within was, 20 minutes of it like that was one of your first things was to go and see if maybe there was a safe landing spot right. somewhere else which by the way I will be having lunch with our former boss as a result is that, that true <laughs> good for We're, you at which lunch I will come clean as to the timing mm. of the email uh yeah I mean I want to I want to address this on the PGP that was a really really good prank that was a good prank and the reason I got so angry and frustrated were the voicemails really did sound real. And to take you, if we peel back the curtain, as we like to do in the PGP, and we have you know, kind of an ongoing G-chat on Google Gmail of our show. And DA oftentimes will go a little rogue on the show. Maybe often is the wrong word, but you know we kind of have a pre-planned show, and DA will have an idea of, Oh, I, I, I didn't see you guys include this in the show sheet. I want to do this and directly email Pete some kind of sound he wants to play. So what happened in that segment wasn't necessarily out of the ordinary where I might have, as the producer, been out of the loop on what we were about to do. I wrote in our G-chat immediately as you're playing the voicemails, I don't think this is legal. Yeah. Forget what the voicemails were about with me. I actually had real concern that as a show, we were going to get in serious trouble because we can't just be playing people's voicemails without telling them they're on the air and there have been times where we've had to check stuff on da like with having permission to use audio yeah. and stuff so i had a real fear of that early so i'm already now getting anxiety that we've played these voicemails now i have not only the anxiety about that but what the voicemails are about and just knowing our company and maybe this is a problem with the company i would not put it past them to have a problem with something i did but instead of just going directly to me, emailing DA like he's my father, and that part of it frustrated me. Right. And then DA blindsiding me on the air with it instead of calling me immediately that night. I, I, you guys all sold it well. I was just so frustrated with every level of that, that that really I was at a boiling point. I guess that is the recipe for a really, really good prank. And and Pete sold it so well. Yeah. Pete was the key, sitting right next to you in that room, that not accidentally playing it. Like, he didn't, gave you, listened to you freaking out in yeah. the break and about it. was trashing it. everybody I was trashing. He goes, they shouldn't have done that. Yeah. That was, like, D, that's wrong of DA. That's wrong of the company. It shouldn't even be that big a deal. And I know Pete. Like, I know Pete's, like, passion. Pete was in lockstep with everything I was saying. Well, Which sold it even more. And that's what I try. Like, I responded to your message about the legality of playing a voicemail without anybody's knowledge and permission. And even on the air, I tried to be on your side-ish because I thought if everyone was just coming down on yeah. you, that might be a clue that this was a set that we were all just jumping on you. So I was actually trying to at least be down the middle, not yeah. like, how could you do this? What a dope. You're rooting for all of us. Like I try, yeah. try to play without being angry because I didn't want you to think, like, this is too much. Why are they laying yeah. it on so thick? The star the stars were completely aligned for that prank to be perfect. Like, yeah. th like to be believable. Like the stars were completely aligned. But I have to own it and I have to come up with my own sort of revenge. But it did start because DA just freely cursed on side A. So leave the curse in. Don't, bl don't bleep it. Side B, I just went to check something you tweeted and you really have blocked me. Yeah. You really have blocked me, yeah. and this is in a uh, result of what DA and I just talked about with me basically becoming the wordle vigilante in America that the hero that everybody needs. Uh, you have blocked me. Several other colleagues, I guess, have actually blocked me. I've noticed I've lost six Twitter followers Oof. since my uh, reveal. That's okay. a real Schwartz move to know the followers. I guess one would be you with the blocking. Uh, when do I get unblocked? I mean, this is, again, when you just will leave us alone. 
But just say you don't need to just just don't do it. Can I ask you seriously? Seriously. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Because I think there's there seems to be a mixed message. I don't want to take away anything that makes you happy if playing Wordle makes you happy. Right. I'm not trying to do this evilly. What is the joy you get out of sharing that grid and score on Twitter? No, no, what, no, no. What about that is the joy you get? So, first of all, the game is designed to be, well, it's, it's become this. It actually was a guy to a guy or a friend to a friend. Like, it was actually like an in-house thing that became this big thing. But the point of it, at least one of the points of it, is that everyone's doing the same word. Yes. So it becomes basically a worldwide competition to see, like, how many guesses did you get it in. The only thing it doesn't do is time you. So, but yeah. you see, like, okay, I got it in two guests, I got it in three. But doing so, it out of six. I mean, okay, how, no, what kind of competition is this? But it, it takes, it's two seconds, and I think the problem is, is you don't realize what you're doing by doing what you're doing. Like, it allow, this is a game for 39 seconds a day that somebody has a free minute to do it. Uh-huh. They post it. Some Their friends go, oh, I beat you, you beat me, ha, ha, ha. And by you, and you putting the word out there are taking that away. So you're doing exactly what you say you're not doing, which is my point. Like, and I, not to get too serious, it's a really shitty thing to do. It no, really, it's really, not. it really it's not. is, Here's Sean. Why. Because whoever you like friends wise that's playing it, just text them your score. Hey, how many did you get in today? No. How many did you get? No, we don't have to do what you want. You should because you're in everybody no. else's business on the timeline. You can you can check yourself out of this. So you're allowed to tweet your grid. But I'm not allowed to tweet a word. Why are you allowed to tweet what you want to tweet, but I'm not allowed to tweet what I want to tweet? Because I'm not hurting anybody. You're doing something. I'm hurting somebody? You're doing something malicious. Malicious? A hundred percent. It's a word game that takes 30 seconds. I'm not breaking out an action and you're murdering gi- anyone. And you're giving. No, no one's saying that. Thank goodness. But it's still, like, it's just a crappy thing to do. It really is. Like, you're you're preventing people from doing 45 seconds and then it makes them feel good for no reason because you don't like it. It's a, it's so selfish and immature. Play the game and come up with your own forum no, to share your scores. No, leave us alone. Twitter is everybody's forum. Leave not, us alone. I'm not going to leave you alone. And I know. Which is why you're a horrible person. You Be- really are. This is a because really, I want to curse. This is a really, you know what thing to do. It really is. Because you continue to share your score. Have you had one conversation? By the way, and I checked this. Yeah. I didn't see one reply to any of your Wordle scores. So what do you mean? The reply is the reply is what everybody does. The reply is oh god. And I and I I can find you a couple. I reply to everybody that, that does it or post it. Of course not. Oh, that is such a reach. That is such a reach. That's the point. Nobody actually cares that you got a word in three or four. Nobody cares. But nobody cares. It's a self fulfilling thing. Is exactly what you're doing. Great. But yours, but you have the it. you have the negative. No, why do you get to do that? See, this is like, like I can't believe you're having. I don't want to get so upset over such a stupid thing. But this, you suck for this. You well, suck for this. And I'm mad at everyone that's around you. This is your mom's fault, your dad's fault, oh, there are your fake cousin's business. fault. People in the business have told me I should be doing this. Great. I don't care. Every bad I'm, person and bad idea has had support. So that does not do anything for me. That people agree with you. Then you all suck. Then I will tell you this. I am going to be monitoring your Twitter account for the next two days from different accounts. Go ahead. If I see those Wordle scores shown, you have 48 hours before the text messages at 4 a.m. start coming into ruin words. Go ahead. I, I don't, honestly, man, I'm okay with whatever you want to do because I'm okay with everyone, the majority of people, realizing how you know what this is of you. And if you don't care about that, that's fine, but it's a really crappy thing to do. And I can't wait to spoil something for you. I really can't. America will look back. On my oh, stop time, it. I'm leaving in 10 years and say what a hero he is. 
Uh, Andrew Bogus has walked out of the studio in frustration. You could follow him. The door is slammed. You could follow him. I mean, am I nuts? Listeners, am I nuts? People, it's a worldwide competition. Oh, come on. You have six tries to guess a five-letter word. We're not having an arm wrestling event here. My goodness, it's not life or death. Get it out of my timeline. It's the NFL playoffs. Maybe I am being a jerk. Maybe I am. Maybe that is wrong of me. Maybe it is. Maybe I am being a troll. I know. I'm not denying any of that. I just can't take it anymore. And don't tell me I'm not. I'm too stupid to get the game. I play the game. Boy, what an uncomfortable ending to a permission-granted podcast. And the game Wordle may have changed the chemistry of the DA show staff forever. You can follow Andrew Bogish on Twitter. I'm not going to be spiteful enough. You could follow him. I can't. I'm blocked. At Andrew Bogish. I'm not even going to give you where the C and S are located in his last name. If you play Wordle, figure it out. You have six tries. You can follow me on Twitter, at MirazCBS. Have a great week, everyone. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.